Holding page Aleph, <coughs> we started to discuss the idea of the mashal of a machshava ilah, machshava tata, the idea of how the machshava tata is, is basically a intermediary, a mamutza, which is coming to, uh, coming to connect the machshava to dibor. Right, so that's what we were talking about yesterday, and we called it specifically higayon, right, this idea of higayon. Okay, let's uh, go further. Page your Aleph. V'ha'inyin. Yeah, let's go back to V'ha'inyin l'mayla. Here we go again. We did this little piece before. Let's continue it. It says like this. Uh, I have it in my old book, uh, four lines from the top of the page. Anyone has a new book? They can tell where it is. Last two words of the Okay, terrific. So it says like this. V'ha'inyin l'mayla. So this idea above, namely in the place of yeah, um, Okay, so this is where we left off. We talked about Malchus and how Malchus is, on the one hand, it's the lowest point of the upper world. On the other hand, it's coming down to influence, right, the lower world. He says like this, Because really, in truth, Machshava is the level of Okay, we said that yesterday. So how does Machshava come down to be the Makor of Dibor? That Malchus of Atzilus winds up being Right, the mocker, the source, and it's atik, it's separate and withdrawn from bria. Now, think about it like this, right? Think about it like, um, like this. What drives a person? What drives a person? You know, what drives a person? Hmm? Not a car, I'm not someone to bring. Desire, right? Desire. A person wants something. Right? A person wants something. Now you can go deeper and you can say, why does he want that? And that would probably be what? No, there's even a, a deeper level in desire. Yeah, Michael, what, does, what drives you? No, what drives you? What? Pleasure. Pleasure, yeah, pleasure. A lot of times people want to do things because of a pleasure, that they have a, a pleasure in something. But the main thing that's driving a person is he has a desire for something. He has a desire to... Uh, go to class, therefore he wakes up. He has a desire to go to yeshiva. He has a desire to go to New York because he has to do this. He has to, wh- whatever it is. But the desire then launches everything else in the system. If a person has the desire for something, so it opens up the mind. It opens up the intellect. It opens up the emotions. It opens up everything. So the desire is really the, the driving force, so to speak, in the person. But you can't say the desire is coming from inside the person. The desire is sort of beyond the person and pushing him in a certain way. It's, so to speak, opening up the doorways, opening up the locks in the person himself. That's why we say, right, that the malchus of the upper world winds up becoming the kesser of the lower world. Why? Because the kesser of the lower world, it means it's the rotsen, it's the driving force. And that's why in ourselves, right? In other words, why do we find it so hard to, uh, let's say, learn something? 
because you don't have a desire to learn that thing. If you have a desire, take any kid, and you start showing him something that he's interested in, even if you get the most ADHD kid off the planet, he's going to sit down and listen to it. He's going to be very into it. Why? Because he has a rotsun to learn what that thing is. Right? The trigger is that what's difficulty for the teacher is getting the kid to be interested in whatever it is that he's, uh, you know, he's teaching. But once the kid is, has a desire to learn it, he'll sit down, he'll watch it, he'll, he'll, he'll read it, he'll do whatever it is. Because desire is the key to the whole story, right? That's why we have to say desire is sort of above the person. And it's the driving force in the person when we're talking back in the muscle, okay? And it winds up opening up everything. So as we're trying to understand Hashem, we're trying to understand ourselves as well. So for example, when you look at yourself and you see that things are not flowing, you have to take a step back and say, why are things not going? Why am I not waking up in the morning on time? Why am I not going to this class? Why am I not learning Gemara? Why am I not? Whatever it is that it is that you are doing. Or why am I so into this? What, what is making this so interesting for me? Like I need to read every news article about the Israeli war or something like that. You know, like what is, what is, my, what, what is it that is driving me? So if you understand yourself, if you understand your own Ratzon, you'll be able to understand how to also control yourself and how to work with yourself and how to cause yourself to succeed more in so many different ways. So in the Nimshal, when we go back into the Nimshal, right, that upper level, right, for example, we're talking about here Atzilus to Bria, right, the lowest level of Atzilus is then going to be the projectile the Ratzon that is driving Bria. In terms of Levushim, in terms of the garments, so what are we saying? What is it that I'm speaking about? Whatever is in my Machshava. In other words, look at yourself and think, what am I talking about all day? I'm not talking about uh, the, the politics in Indonesia. Because that's just not on my mind. That's not what I'm thinking about. But what is it that I am thinking about? I could be thinking about my newest telephone. I could be thinking about a Maimer and Hasidis. I could be talking about what kind of car I want to buy. I could be talking about the Israeli war. I could be talking about... There's a lot of things I could be talking about. But the, what you're talking about is an expression of Machshava. What it is that's in your mind. In the same manner that we said before that the Ratzon is driving the intellect and driving the emotions... So also, we have the Dibor is being driven by the Machshava. Again, a higher level, which is coming down into a lower level to push it in a certain direction. That's what's happening with regards to Atzilus also. Atzilus, right, is the world of Achdus. Right? Like the Zaya says. He and his light is one. He and his causations is one. Everything is one up there. Now, the idea is that from Atzilus, we go down into Bria. And the only way to create is through Malchus of Atzilus, which is now the energizer, the electricity, which is going in to Bria. But on the other hand, it's not inside. It's Kesser to it. It's Atik to it. It's above it. Just like my Machshava is above, so to speak, my words, or just like my Ratzon is above my intellect. It's the driving force. But it's not in it. It's above it. So that's what he says here. The Atzilus nasa makava atik lebria, betara divrei masko bezeh naira etc. Perish hegi ahagai who bechinas heichel kachei akadashim. What does this mean? 
Beperush, what does it mean? Kasher haiga minamasila, when a person goes out from the pathway, right, or removes himself from the pathway. Hainu or ha'atzilus, shenimshach, the light of atzilus, which is being drawn down, behechel kachay akadoshim, debriya. It goes down into the Kaidish Akadashim of Bria. Beheichel Kaidish Akadashim de Bria, who bechinas Chabad. Now, in the same way that we have, oh, let's just read a little part of the Bria, Besoichel Mislabish bechinas Malchus Datzilus, etc., etc. You have the concept of the base of Migdash in every world also, right? Now, no one lives in the base of Migdash. But there are holier places in the base of Migdash, less holier places in the base of Migdash, places where people are, people that aren't, people, etc., etc. So what exactly is happening with regards to how does Atzilus go into Bria? Atzilus is going to go into Bria in the same manner. That Kesser, right, which is above, which is beyond, right, is now going to go into the holiest place of Bria. What's the holiest place of Bria? Chabad. Right? The intellect. That's the highest level. Right? And from there, it's going to manifest downward. And it's going to keep on going down. And that's how it works. You always have the higher level, which is separate, which is above, going down into the lower level. Right? And then from there, it's driving it in a certain manner. Let's go further. Let's read further. So this idea... Of the Heichel of Kodesh Kodashim is the intermediary between Atzilus and Bria. Shisham Mishabrim. That's how it's connected. Kamoshikasu, Bezoyer, Pekude, etc., etc. Vezehu Gamkein Inyan Beinashmashos. So this is the same idea as Beinashmashos, like we said before, right? The time period between when the sun sets and it actually becomes night. The Erev Shabbos, of Erev Shabbos. Bechines heichel kodshay akadoshim hamamutza bein briyali atzilus. So in the same way, this is an intermediary. The intermediary between briya and atzilus. Ubein dibor lamachshava. Right? Because we said during the week, Hashem is creating the world through dibor. On Shabbos, Hashem is creating the world through machshava. But we have to get from step one to step two. It doesn't just automatically happen. There has to be, so to speak, this gray area as we're moving from one region to another region. Then he says, So in the first time ever, right? The first six days of creation, right? What we're saying is that everything that was meant to be created through Dibor was already finished being created through Dibor. Why? Because now we're shifting gears. But we're not into the gear of Shabbos yet. Right? Because you have to move from step one to step two. When you're going from white to black, right? It doesn't automatically become white and then black. You have to go white, gray, black. Right? That's how it works. We're transforming in the same way. So everything that was meant to be made through the process of Debor for the first six days was created. On the other hand, we're not completely in Shabbos yet. So we're not holding by the level of machshava yet. So now we're in this gray area called ben hashmashos. So that's how come Hashem created during, like it says in Pirkei Avos, during that period of time, different spiritual entities. Which is coming out 
through this level of machshava of dibor. Remember what we said. So it's not dibor and it's not machshava. It's somewhere in between. Yes? And that's how we're able to now shift all the way up to the level of machshava. To go from dibor to machshava or machshava to dibor, it doesn't work. You need to go step-by-step process. In other words, if I want to drive to Chicago, I have to go through Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Indiana. I cannot go from New Jersey to Chicago or from Chicago to New Jersey in, an, in a quantum leap. It doesn't work that way. I have to go through this process. So this is the process that Hashem set up also. That there's a process that takes place. So for the first six days of the week, everything was created through Dibor. On Shabbos, it's going to be the Indian of Machshava. So in, in order to get from Dibor to Machshava, you have to have Ben Ashmashos. You have to have Machshava Shebet Dibor. Now, why is that relevant to us? Because we're going to see this concept played out over and over and over again in every aspect of our lives. That's what we have to learn. And that's where he's going to with this whole Hemshech. Understanding how that works in so many different parts of the way we live. Getting to, getting to know those gray areas. And by understanding those gray areas, we'll understand it in ourselves and how it applies to our daily living. And we'll be able to understand it, how it applies to the way Hashem is nimshach, all of his chayas, you know, his chayas, down into this world as well. Let's go weiter. So he says like this, Okay, what does Hagam mean? Even though, right, or although, but Haga means something deeper. Haga means there's a question here, an inherent question. It's a subtle question. It's not like a blatant question. So we have to try to see if we can figure out what's the question that's going on. So whenever you see that word, your eyes should, uh, you know, open up a little bit wider and try to figure out what is the question he's going to be asking. So there seems to be some, whenever you see that, you have to be thinking, okay, there's some sort of contradiction that's going on. Yeah? You have a question? You said before that um, Bria is Machshava. Right, we did. That's right. And now we, we said it's Dibor. So let's see what it says. Hagam el daham Right? So that's the question. So I think Shalom hit it on the head. Why did he hit it on the head? <coughs> this is a typical Hagam. In other words, a hagam is a question that the Rebbe will, generally speaking, not spell out. He's sort of leaving it for us to figure out, or he thinks that we probably had this question before. Right? So he's anticipating that we have a problem here. So what's our problem? Yeah? We're just talking about influence coming down with Matthews. Right. That we're saying, uh, the Right. So we have a problem. We have a contradiction. Which is it? Is it Atzilus or is it Bria? Exactly. It's That's a gray area in between. Well, oh, could be, could oh. be. But Shalom was, yeah, Shalom and Shalom, Shalom squared. Oh. We're on the we're on the money here, right? So that's our problem. So so this is how to learn the mimer. In the same way that we're trying to understand when we're, those guys, you know, that are in my Gemara class, which I think most of you are, right? We're trying to understand how to read the, the neon signs in the Gemara. 
when it has the word Ella after a kasha, we know that was a good kasha, for example. Same thing in Hasidus. When you learn Hasidus, you're supposed to learn Hasidus like a Gemara. Right? You have, to, you have to see what's going on. Okay, so now we have a problem. So let's read again the Hagam. Hagam, So you just told me that the Arizal says that Atzilus is Machshava and Bria is Dibor. You also told me that on Shabbos everything is coming from Machshava, which would indicate that it should be coming from Atzilus. On the other hand, on the page before, at least in my old book, I don't know if it's in your old book, in your new book, if it's the same place, but you just told me that on Shabbos everything's coming from Bria. We just said that, right? During the week, Chutzla Aretz gets from Asiya, Eretz Yisrael gets from Yitzira, and everyone gets from Bria. So now we have a contradiction. Everyone get the contradiction? Clear? So now it says a Bahainu. What's Bahainu? What? It's the answer. Hainu means something that I just said is not, is not understood so clearly. So Hainu means I want to explain what I just said. That's what the, mean, what the word Hainu means. I mean, everyone will translate it a little bit differently. You could translate it as namely. Uh, translate it this means. You could translate it in a few different ways. But really what it means is what I just said before is not clear. So let me come and explain it a little bit more clearly. That's what a Hainu means in, in, in Hasidic uh, Maimara. Okay, so here we go. Here's going to be our answer. What's the answer? What's the answer? What? Take a look. Let's read it again. Everyone, let's spend 30 seconds. Everyone take a look at the line and, and give me an answer. Read it. Read it yourselves. The actual light from on Shabbos is from Atzilus, but the, like the, the way it's like enclosed is through Bria. Right. Exactly so what that means is there's Panemius and Chitzonius in everything, right? Everything is Panemius and Chitzonius. So what we have here is a situation where the ore of Atsilus is the one that's giving the energy. But there seems to be a problem here. What's the problem? What's the problem? What do you think the problem is? Probably the worlds can't receive all the energy directly from Matsilas. Right? So in other words, what do we need? We need some sort of filter. We need some sort of filter for it to come out in a way that we're able to macabre it. So as much as it's great that we're receiving the ore from Matsilas, if we can't receive it, it's not going to help anyone. So therefore, what do we have? We have a chitzonius to this aspect as well. What's the chitzonius aspect? Bria. Bria. So we have... Now, the ore of Atsilus coming down into Lavushe Abriya, and that's what's giving the energy. Now, there's an obvious question here as well. But yeah, you have an obvious question too? Doesn't that inherently what, isn't that what inherently defines Abriya or like the lower world? Excellent. That's what I was thinking exactly also. Isn't this what always happens? In other words, what have we said before? We said before that Malchus of Atsilus is going into Chabad of Bria. Right? Malchus of Atzilus is like considered Kesser, right? The Bria. So, seemingly, isn't this always what's going on? Yeah. In other words, the higher world is getting enclosed within the lower world, and that's, what, that's the way things work. So, why is this any different from anything else? Maybe it's not through Malchus. Maybe it's not through Malchus, that could be. It's, not pa- it's only passing through two worlds. How so? Well, it's going from Atzilus to Bria, and then. 
Mm -hmm. So here, so what you're saying is that really it's the same thing as always. It's just that the, the, it's the next steps that are cut out. In other words, all the time, Atzilus goes into Bria, then usually Bria goes into Yitzira, Yitzira goes into Asiya, and Asiya goes into our physical world. Yeah. That's what we're thinking. Here on Shabbos, it goes Atzilus into Bria, and then we cut out the middlemen and we get it directly. That could be. That could be. That's a possibility. Right? Okay, maybe. Anyone else have a, a crack at the title here? But then why would he say that the answer to the question is directly related, that it just closes itself in Bria and being could be that's a that's an interesting question so why does he just say that the whole point here is that it's just being enclosed into Bria since it's always being enclosed into Bria and the main point here is not that it's being enclosed into Bria really the main point here is that there's nothing below Bria that should be the main thing that he's focusing on right that's what you're trying to say are you okay good question very good so these are a question. Let's see if let's see if the if the Rebbe comes in and and deals with our issues. Let's see. Uma shehu ayidei levushe habria, haynu kamo shabria oyle baatzilus. Oh, we're adding a new element here. So what is he saying here? What did he add here? What is he saying? Who wants who wants it? Come on, let's have some teaching. New Eliyahu, What do you say? What is he saying here? What does this mean? What is he saying? He's trying, he's, he's answering our issue. Our issue is, why is this any different? Right, that's our question. All the time, Atzilus goes into Bria, and Bria goes into etc. So this is an answer to the question. What's the, what's the answer? You catching it? Bria goes up into Atzilus? Oh, oh. So here, we're saying something very interesting. What we're saying here is, instead of everything being in a downward motion, that Bria is where it is, Atzilus comes down into Bria, and then Bria goes down into Yisira, here he makes a very interesting Chiddush, that what's happening is that the Luvushe Bria are going up into Atzilus. How does that, well, uh, this is a big difference now. How, what does that mean? Mashahu ayidei Luvushe Bria, hainu kamosha Bria oyleb Atzilus. What does that mean? That's, that's very hard to understand. How could Bria go into Atzilus? Atzilus is way beyond everything. What's going up? What's going up? Let's see if he helps us here. Then on the seventh day, Nisala Biyoshav Al Kise Kavodo. They go all the way up. And they sit on the holy throne. The Bishabis Bria Oila Atzilus. That what's happening is that on Shabbos Bria actually goes up into Atzilus. And it becomes enclosed, the ore of Atzilus, into the Kalim of Bria. So what does that mean? We're saying that on Shabbos... First of all, let's make sure we understand our problem. Our problem was that it seems like we're just describing the same thing that happens every single day. Atzilus goes into Bria, and then it goes weiter down. That seems like the exact same thing that always happens, right? That the Levushe Abria are Levushim for the Oros of Atzilus. So we didn't say anything new. So that can't be what we're talking about. So Chidish, what does the Rebbe tell us the Chidish is? Who, wanted to, who, was, saying, who was speaking over here? Who's going up? 
Oh, that Bria itself becomes different. <laughs> that Bria itself becomes more refined. <coughs> if Bria itself becomes more refined, guess what kind of Levushim it's going to be? A very different Levushim. And therefore, the downward motion of the ore is going to be coming from a much more refined source. In other words, if, if we usually put, you know, let's say five curtains on the light in order to lower the light, and now we're only having one curtain on the light, so the picture is going to look like a very different picture. That's what, what he's saying. So did everyone see how, what happened here? We had a problem. I want to I just uh, point out what, what we just did. We made a statement. Think about it like we have our flow chart in Gemara. We had a statement. Our statement was that Atzilus is Machshava, Bria is Dibor, and on Shabbos we're getting from Atzilus, basically, because we're getting from Machshava. Kasha, you just told me before that Bria is Machshava, and that we get our highest from Bria. Contradiction. Answer, no, it's coming at Silus the way it's enclosed within the Levushe Abriya. Kasha, but isn't that the way it is every single day? It's always at Silus going into the Levushe Abriya and coming down. That's the way the Hesedri Shtalshalus works. Final answer, no, what's happening here is that Bria itself is elevating to a higher level. And therefore, the product that's coming out is a much more refined product than on, a, on the weekdays. Does everyone see how that, how what he just did in these four lines? This is Kedai. I think we, I want to read it again. Not so much because you don't understand what we're talking about, because I think you do understand, everyone understands, but I want you to see it in the words of how to learn a mimer. In other words, most people find Gemara learning hard and mimer learning easy. And the reason why is because everyone understands in the Gemara that we're li- we left out all different words and it, it try, it's question and answer and everything like that. And people, most people think that if a mimer is reading like a, like a newspaper article, just reading straight, more and more and more and more information. I don't mean literally a newspaper article, but just like a, a straight read. But really, most my, all my marim are really also based on the, the same format of a Gemara. And so in order to really understand how to learn a mimer, you have to put it into that format. So I want to go back and just read this and, we'll, and we'll, we'll conclude with this today. So let's go back and do this. It says like this, Hagam. Yeah, let's start from Hagam. Uh, Arya, look on with Shmuel. Um, it says like this, Hagam. everyone sees where I am? I'm going backwards, right? So we made a statement. The statement was that we're getting our light from Machshava, which is Machshava is from Atzilas. So he asked the question, didn't we say above? The energy that's coming down into the worlds on Shabbos. That's our kasha. You said before it's coming from Bria. Oh, there we go. Thank you very, very much. You said before it's coming from Bria, and now you say it's coming from Atzilus. Hey, Tochen, what's going on here? Kasha. Answer. What we mean is that it's coming through the garments of Bria. Oh, so that's what you meant. But wait a minute. Don't we have that every single day of the week that Atsilus is coming down into Bria? And Azar Baiter. 
So there was a hidden question in there. The hidden question is what Aryeh said, right? He said, wait a minute. Don't we say that this is what's happening every single day of the week? Every single day of the week we have Atzilus going to Bria, Bria going to Yitzira, etc., etc. Seder Ishtalshus, we all know about that. So what makes this any different? Answer, because the bottom line is, is that Bria itself is going up into Atzilus. So the Levushim themselves are becoming much, much more refined. And therefore the whole kitten caboodle is, is a much more refined product. Now, what's this next part? What's this? This is a proof. Here's our proof. Right? Just like we have in the Gemara, a proof. Right? Abaya is bringing a, a brisa to show that he's right. Here's our proof. Like it says on the day of the seventh day, it went up. And he said on the Kisei Kavodo, that Bria is able to go up into Atzilus. Now it's enclosed the lights of Atzilus into the Kalim of Bria. And through these Kalim of Bria, it's going to draw down the light down here below. Got it? You see the way it went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth? Yeah. How exactly does it work? If Seder Sasha is doing like, go, like going down, then we're saying now Bria is... Because on certain... Right, on certain days... Then how does the world continue up high? Good That's question. So certain days, right, like Shabbos, we're saying that the whole world, it's moving up a level. Right? That's the idea of Shabbos. What's Shabbos? Shabbos is the idea of rest. What does it mean, rest? Rest means that you're usually doing certain things, and now you're taking a step backwards from doing that normal thing that you usually do. So that's exactly what's going on here. Usually everything's going in this direction, coming down. But here on Shabbos, everything is taking a step back. Now, obviously, it has to keep on going down because the energy has to be coming down from the upper worlds to the lower worlds. But the whole worlds make a shift on this day. So also a go up? We didn't talk about that, but presumably that's what we're going to say because now they're getting their chayas from a higher level. So if they're getting their chayas from a higher level, they have to also be able to be makablim. They have to receive from this higher level. So how do we receive from a higher level? We have to become more refined. You can't receive from a higher level if you're not going to be able to keli for it. And that's the idea. And that's why we in this world, we don't do malacha on Shabbos. Because now we have to be able to receive from a higher level, right? Not the same level that we did on all the rest of the six days of the week. Okay, let's stop here. Please do Chazara, um, and we will continue.